0: strong beating in your chest, Abby. You know how your hands get all sweaty and your feet get all cold when you're waiting for something to happen. You know that tiny annoying voice in your head that keeps telling you, what if this thing does not work out there? What if you fail? What if he says no? What if he says no? What if this happens? What if that happens? That is anxiety anxiety is a normal emotion it's our body's normal response to stress but what happens when we worry too much what happens when it gets to the level where anxiety starts to interfere with our normal daily routine it becomes a problem one that might be considered a health disorder that is why we are bringing it to the table today and we are talking about it what it is and what it is not, how to cope with it or how to manage it. Welcome to the show once again with Chris and I hope you stick around for the rest of it. Sometime last year, I was in a very bad place mentally. I was dealing with health scares and the semester's exams were just around the corner It was very disheartening because I was still trying to wrap my head around most of the courses but my health condition wasn't giving me the time nor the right mindset to do that. There were also other goals, other side plans I hoped to accomplish before the year ran out but at that time I hadn't even started on most of them. So I kept on thinking about these things. Thinking about my health, thinking about my schoolwork, thinking about my unfinished plans. The pressure just kept on building up and building up and building up. Usually, this is the right time to talk to a friend or a trusted person, but I had a very bad treat. So I'm a reserved person, but that kind of reserved person that thinks that talking to people about her problems is just like burdening them unnecessarily. They have enough of their problems to deal with, or I would think that they wouldn't understand how I felt, or they wouldn't understand my problems, or they wouldn't even care about it. So most of the times, even when I felt down, I was usually smiling. But then it got to a point where I worried so much that I couldn't worry anymore. But it wasn't because I did not want to worry, it was because I was tired of worrying. So instead of caring too much about things, I just stopped caring at all. I lost my motivation I lost my inspiration I just lost that will to just push further and that was when I realized that it had moved from worries to depression so thinking about it I asked myself how did I let anxiety push me to that point how did I let myself fall to that extent well, the truth is everyone has problems, be it a big problem or a small one. And it is almost impossible not to think about the things that bother us. But something makes a difference. The difference is made by how we cope with our problems, how we deal with anxiety. Today we'll be discussing how to deal with anxiety under two major headings. The first is the long-term, sorry, the short-term strategy and the second is the long-term strategy. The short-term strategy is mainly for those whose anxiety is sporadic. It's irregular, it only happens once in a while. It's that kind of anxiety you get before a test or before an interview or something, or something of that sort. So under this, we have five basic points. The first is breathing deeply. So deep breathing can help to slow your heart rate and this should keep you calm for a good period of time. To do this, try breathing in for four counts, breathing out for four counts. Keep to the process for at least three minutes, and you should be on stable ground. The second point is fighting negative thoughts. So, whenever you think about something that you know is harmful to your health or to your mindset, try to push it away as soon as possible. If not, it could actually feed on whatever little advantage you give it and grow into something you do not want it to become. The third point is distracting yourself. Try moving the focus from your mind to a physical activity like strolling, dancing or cooking or doing some other form of physical activity that makes you happy that takes away the attention from your mindset to something physical. The fourth point is commending yourself. So a wise man called Solomon was inspired to tell us that anxiety in a man's heart weighs it down, but a good word cheers it up so learn to commend yourself on the little things you do right be around people that bring out the best in you be around people that motivate you and if there's no one to motivate you, if there's no one around to motivate you motivate yourself read the bible the bible is full of motivation and inspiration the last point on that short-term strategy is putting down your thoughts on paper so how about transferring all that negative energy in your head on paper declutter your mind that way you have um, space to think about things more clearly and think about the more positive things and maybe the things you put down on paper you can revisit later on see things that you can change see things you can adjust about your mindset see the challenges you face see how you can cope with those challenges so With this we move over to the long-term strategy so the long-term strategy is mainly for those people whose anxiety lasts for weeks months and maybe even years it's sort of like the kind that i had so there are about four points under this strategy the first is identifying what triggers your anxiety it could be social media. It could be financial situations. It could be schoolwork. So just try to find out what your triggers are or what your trigger is and learn to limit your exposure to, de- to these things, sorry. The second is regular mindful meditation. Regular mindful meditation will help you select your thoughts. It will help you find your happy place. You can kick out the bad thoughts and keep the good ones, feed the good ones, learn to inspire yourself and to motivate yourself. The third point is changing your diet. You might be thinking, what does FUNA have to do with this? Well, research has shown that certain nutrients can help to reduce anxiety and these include green tea, dark chocolate when taking in moderation, and foods containing omega-3 fatty acids. So the fourth point is seeing a therapist. It is very important that you see someone who is knowledgeable in the field, someone who can monitor your progress and keep you on the right path. Above all things, for both the short-term strategy and the long-term strategy, I feel like the best Thing to do is pray pray to God and talk to someone you trust about it someone who can motivate you and keep watch on your progress so now let's discuss something that people don't really see about anxiety and this is the positive side to anxiety but now you might be thinking does anxiety actually have a positive side actually it has positive sides we'll be discussing just three. The first is that anxiety can motivate you to take action. Ironic but maybe a little sharp but just imagine you're anxious about a test or an interview or an exam with all the negative energy in your head with you thinking oh I don't want to fail or will I fail that won't be the right time to just sit down and do nothing and just like let that negative um, energy fill your headspace most likely you'll be doing all you can to ensure a good result. You'll probably be reading, be preparing for whatever you have and that in its little light is one positive side to anxiety. If you look at it from a different perspective, you see that anxiety actually pushed you to take much needed action. The second point is that anxiety stems from the need to protect ourselves. True. Anxiety can make you believe the worst of things. It can make you believe that if you think hard enough, if you just focus your mind and think, black can turn into white. But how does this relate to it protecting you from certain things? Okay, now let's just make a movie. Let's put ourselves into a movie. Your name is still your name, no fancy change. Just imagine that you know a clique, a very popular set of people. They are just about three, four people. But they are very popular they are rich they are influential people know them but personally you don't know you don't know them you've not had any personal experience with them so people have different opinions about these um, this group of people some people are saying they're bad guys some people are saying they are good guys but you you don't know so one day on a bright beautiful saturday afternoon you get a text and the text seems to be from one Um, from a member of this clique so the test is invite the text is inviting you to um, a private event that will be hosted in one of their houses a private residence so they tell you to come by 7 pm you should come alone, and the date is given so would you be happy is this the time to feel excited that oh you you're being invited by a very popular clique and this is your time to shine Uh, uh, that won't be the very well that won't be the wisest of things to do most probably you sit down you think about it why are these people inviting me I don't know them they don't know me and then you consider the things that people have been saying about them okay some people are saying that these guys are bad guys what if I go there and something happen okay let's say you decide not to go and then a week later You get news that one of the random people who were invited actually got killed wouldn't you say that your worries actually pushed you to make the right decision in a sense even if it's a slim one well I would say so so the last and final point is that anxiety boosts your level of smartness you become a critical thinker you carefully analyze each thoughts before making um, a decision or taking an action so this is where we'll stop on this topic and i really do hope that you've learned one thing or two things that you've really learned a thing or two and that this helps you to Um, deal with whatever problem or whatever worries you may have. So if you have questions on this or questions on anything else, feel free to send it in. But that's not all for the um, show today. So we'll move over to the next segment, which is actually the joke of the day. to Avent and found the Manson standing directly under the ceiling fan with a rope in his hand. The following conversation ensued between both of them. Chacho, we can't do so? Ah, <laughs> okay, they try to commit suicide now, as part they always complain their idea is less. Uh-uh, <laughs> that would not come good now, why couldn't they tie the rope for wrist? Huh. but no, this small thing now, I've been tied the rope for neck, I swear I nearly died. welcome back how's the joke hope you found it for new <laughs> i did i wasn't that dry but anyway we have better ones feel free to send them in and that will be all on the podcast today and i hope you learned to think no too until next time Tada.